Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Weird World Podcast. Hi. Hi. My name is Carrie. I'm Dean. And Dean's going to um, entertain us this evening. Educate us. Inform us. Kind of wrap us up with oh. a little bit of a... We've never been wrapped up before. Well, we've done recently, <laughs> the last two episodes have both been UFO-based episodes. In fact, they were both kind of similar in the sense that they were light shows. We did the Phoenix Light Show and the Michigan Lights Show, or the Muskegon Light Show. That is to say, apparent UFO episodes based on seeing unexplained lights in the sky. True. Okay, we did the Phoenix Light Show. We came to the conclusion that it was a, you know, a... a Pretty clear, obvious, terrestrial answer to it. Yet that one remains kind of a faux mystery that is still very famous and has a lot of play within the UFO field and within a lot of UFO enthusiasts and is still very famous and still to this day has people pushing it in, I'm going to be honest, a fraudulent, dishonest kind of way. You can't make the argument for the Phoenix Light Show without ignoring A, the obvious answer, and B, also kind of purposely obfuscating what really happened in the sequence of events. I I, I don't believe it. I I just don't buy that you can, if you've really looked into it, as the folks who, who push it have and admittedly have, you, you you know you can't be so certain that it's UFOs. You can you really honestly shouldn't be even entertained the thought. But then we came up, and then secondly that we did the Michigan lights, and that which is much much less known yet is a vastly more compelling case for something mysterious and unexplained having happened in 1994 in Michigan, over Lake Michigan. There's no rational explanation that we can come up with. That explains. I'm not saying, which is not the same thing as saying it was therefore for sure UFOs. That's just a that's a non-logical jump. Right. But it's, it is to say that it is really compelling. It's really interesting. There's no good explanation. There's lots that have been presented. None of them really fit the facts all that well. So it's something, at the very least, you have to say it's something clearly unexplained. It's something very much worth looking into. Recently, the U.S. government has become seemingly much more serious about looking into what they call UAPs, that is unexplained aerial phenomena. Same thing with UFOs, but it's just a little more of a generic term, a little more fairer term, uh, probably, and maybe also getting rid of some of the loaded baggage of the acronym UFO. I'm sure that's not unintentional, which is good. And I think the UFO phenomenon absolutely deserves very serious examination from government, from and from serious private people, academics, etc. The problem is, of course, the the movement has so many frauds, so many scam artists, and it's not just the people who believe in lizard people and nonsense like that, but and and the abductee things and then the regressed memory and nonsense like that. It's just loaded with a lot of nonsense. And until the discipline kind of purges itself and and makes it kind of professionalizes itself, it's hard well, to take it very seriously. Yeah, and those aren't the kind of people who should be involved in a true government. No, and for the it, most or academic for research sure. into it, it should be true science. No, but but you know, but I don't know. Like there, let's take astronomy. There are lots of professional astronomers, uh-huh. and there are tons and tons and tons of astronomy enthusiasts, and they go to shows and they have presentations and they go to conferences and things like that. 
the disconnect between the two is non-existent. They respect the professionals and the right. academics, things like that. And they're not making up crazy nonsense astronomy. Yeah. They're bounded and grounded in reality. That's not true about the UFO world, sadly and unfortunately. And, and until it becomes more true, yeah. it's it's well. gonna be tr- it's gonna be difficult. It, it deserves so much better. And so now we have the government taking it a little more seriously. Congress has recently funded it's a group under the umbrella of the Pentagon. It's called the All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office. Really, the Pentagon loves it's governments terrible. and Pentagon especially love acronyms, but it's basically A A R O R O Arrow. I don't know. Wait, it's headed. What? You didn't have the D in there. No, they don't. That's hyphenated. All oh. Domain. Probably because they don't want to make it Adaro. I don't know. Stupid. Sean Kilpatrick is with a long history. He's been in, in government and civil service for a very long time. He's a very serious person. He's the head of it. He recently published a kind of like a like a think piece, a little five page think piece about UFOs and about what they might be. It was co written with a Harvard astronomer who has taken a pretty overt pro UFO position. There's been some brushback on that, maybe not undeservedly so, but essentially. Their little paper just kind of looks at all the the recent really unexplained things, as like like the Tic Tac UFO. Yes, they looked at objects that have seemingly defied physics, and thinking, are, could these be alien probes? Could they be like motherships and and things like that? They've taken it pretty seriously that there's some kind of it, that some things that have been seen in our atmosphere near Earth because of the, how they act. That yeah. seems to be physics divine. Could they therefore be controlled by non-human entities? And one of those things they look at is that what was called Umuamua. Do you remember that? It was 2017. It was seen by a telescope nope. off Hawaii, hence the Hawaiian yeah. name. And it was this weird shaped, like a kind of cigar shaped, oddly enough. But anyway... Umuamua was a real thing. It was out there, and it was and it was weird because it was seemingly moving in a way that indicated it maybe have energy, have control, have direction okay. to it, and that not just doing what you, they thought it would do, just by pure physics of moving through space, mm-hmm. being you know this close to the sun, that kind of thing, and not you know not reacting to known physic and physical forces, right? So this paper took that as an example, and it. it it kind of just expounded, like, could it have been from the aliens? Could it have been a mothership? Could it have been sending out spores and things like that? Too? Yeah. Could it have been powered by, you know, uh, starlight or things like that? Is this, it, so the, remember, this is written by the head of the new government-funded agency and a Harvard astronomer. And, oh, by the way, the Harvard astronomer is Ari Loeb, who, you know, his reputation has taken a little bit of a hit because he has, he has another group he's found that is pretty overtly pro-UFO. He wouldn't say that. He would say he's just examining it. But a lot right. of fellow astronomers think he's kind of taking sides. And they think he's wrong, by the way, about Oumuamua. He was one of the primary people pushing the idea that, hey, what it's doing can't be explained. Where a lot of unexplained uh, physicists said, well, yeah, it can. And here's some ex- examples. I won't bore us with that. Here's my main point about that. We don't know what we don't know. 
And a lot of really smart people don't acknowledge that they don't know what they don't know. Right. Physics and, and the hard sciences, the natural sciences, are, are very much guilty of thinking, here's a law, and that's it. We're done here. And one of those in physics is you can't go faster than the speed of light, for instance. And mm-hmm. how do you know that? You don't know that. Uh, from why we understand it now and the way uh, Einstein explained it in theory of relativity and, and, and research since, since then, it appears that you can't go faster than the speed of light. It's silly to think that's a quote-unquote law, it's an axiom, and there's no way. So so in my mind, that's unfair for those, because a lot of physicists use that, and astrophysicists use that to deny UFOs, deny visitation from extraterrestrials, because the inability to speed of light makes the distances from potentially inhabited planets to Earth just impossible. Right. Just, uh, just onerous beyond imagination. Mm-hmm. But I would argue, anyway, this paper that I, it caught my eye because we had already recorded the Michigan Light thing, and they said that in this paper, this five-page paper, that, oh, you know, like these probes could be being sent from Oumuamu or something like that, and they might charge their batteries by, quote, using the, the Earth's water as fuel. And as you recall from the last episode of the Michigan yep. Lights, one of those alleged witnesses saw that this, uh, this column of water going up in right. like a mile or something like that. Up into the air. Mm-hmm. It's very, very likely that was because that, that was an after the fact supposed right. anonymous, you know, yeah. uh, lots of red flags that probably almost certainly never happened. But still, it's interesting that there could be an explanation for UFOs being sort of gravitating around water because they're stealing our water to power up. Yeah. Or it's just because the earth is like 70% water. It's, um, you know, you be the judge. I'm, again, I'm, I'm not going to really bother you with the moo. Do you remember is, it from the time? Yeah, I do. Oh, huh. And it, it got a lot of attention because it seemed like, what is that thing? Yeah. Is it doing something it shouldn't be doing if it's just a, you know, non-directioned, non, yeah. if it's not being steered by something or has power or has a, actually more power than it actually should or, or yeah. moving in ways it should not be moving? So they did this paper and there's been some, some a little bit of a brushback from other astronomers saying, you know, it's totally speculation. And it absolutely is. I mean, yeah. Dandelion probes from things like that. Is beyond speculation. And so you, the, Sean Kilpatrick having published it, it's one thing for the Harvard astronomer to do it, who's a, kind of a pro-UFO person. But for Sean Kilpatrick to put his name on it, who's the head of this government agency, it kind of gives it is an imprimatur of officialdom. Uh-huh. And so a lot of people are like are not very happy with that. They said, quote, it's a fine line because there's being, quote, being open to speculative ideas like this, but that can be translated into an actual supporting of this possibility. And I think that's where there needs to be more clarity. That was a a board member of a scientific coalition that's looking into UAP studies. He says it looks like the Department of Defense that, that employs Sean Kilpatrick right. su- is supporting some really wild ideas, which thus far are felt to be unsubstantiated. So we're going to have this as we look into UFOs and as the government does get more serious, and it, it appears it is, in, in seriously looking into UFOs, there'll be some pushback from you know, to make sure those efforts don't go too far, which is fine, which is how it should be. I hope there's still the push to, to make them and and allow them room to investigate. So this, that's why I wanted to bring up this paper because it is a little bit, is interesting. It indicates to me that at least this effort headed by Sean Kilpatrick will be looking into it and be willing to, to take chances. I, though, as a realist and a scientist, don't want them you know, to go overboard is that it really is this fine line between really looking into it and being very, very open-minded and falling over and becoming a, a proponent without yeah. reason, without evidence, mm-hmm. or God forbid, chasing the money. And I'm worried about that. 
that's the other problem with, or that's the other potential pitfall with, I mean, I don't want to cast aspersions on Shotgun Patrick, but it's tempting. Yeah. You can do this for a couple, it's like the, in government that happens all the time. You go work for the FDA for a few years, write laws, and then you go and and make five times the salary consulting with companies to manipulate those laws for profit. Yeah. So it's not unlike that really. At all. So I applaud it. I want us all to look into UFOs. I would love, I, I, I am on record. I would love for there to be alien life out there and I'd love for them to be visiting us. It's funny how that we should, we should, maybe one of these days we'll do the whole history and the changes of, of what aliens were expected to be from the first initiation. You know, were they friend or foe? And it really has gone and waxed and waned in terms of yeah. being uh, anticipating that they're, they're very friendly to the very, evil and you know independence day where they're trying to kill us and things like that yeah because here's the thing if they're out there and they're visiting if they're friendly they help us if they're not friendly we don't stand a goddamn chance (laughs) so you know we're going to be enslaved i know it could be like signs where all we got to do is splash them with some water (laughs) that's highly unlikely here is to continued research into ufos and again just to, to to wrap a bow around the last couple of episodes we'll, we'll leave ufos alone for a while but you know will we though yeah we will sure sure <laughs> so for you folks listening <laughs> if you really really are into ufos i just implore you look at the things like the phoenix lights have an open mind understand that a rational explanation is a rational explanation and move on but keep an open mind too when you look at things like the michigan lights and demand better and and look into that. Look into yourself. Um, ask your ask your government to look into it. Whatever. I don't know how you do that. Fund real groups who are honest about looking into UFOs. Things like that. That's I think that's great. We need to do that because it deserves it and it's worth it. Which is saying something because you can because a lot of folks just say no, it's nonsense out of hand. It's, it's not. And we're starting to take it very seriously. The pendulum on the other side, though, is, is you turn a serious examination into accepting nonsense and lies, like a lot of people do with the Phoenix Lights. That's my plea. So this is a little mini episode here. I'm talking to other UFO fans <laughs> like me, begging you to next, if you go to a UFO convention and you see one of those frauds out there talking about abductions and regression mem- repressed memories, or that dickhead who pretends he worked for the government in Area 51 and, and yeah. Robert, I can't remember his name. He's a Or you go to AlienCon. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> yes. If you're having fun, great. If you're taking it seriously, it can be like yeah. a cult and it's actually pretty dangerous. And and those people are doing one thing and one thing only, separating you from your cash, period, end of discussion. Full stop. Yeah. No, by those people, I mean the ones, that, the frauds, which is yeah. at those conventions, things like that, it's a lot of them. Yeah, but for people who go for the campiness and the fun oh, absolutely. and the That's fantasy fine. of and, it. And for people, I, I'm sure there it's is. fine. I'm sure there's ser- serious people there too. I have no doubt there's some serious people there yeah. too. But I know I've I've looked at programs and and that George uh, with the weird Greek name with the big hair. I mean, good lord, yeah, he's a joke. He's an embarrassment. If he's at the show, don't give him your money. It's it's terrible. You know, demand better, demand seriousness with yeah. it, yeah, and demand demand rational, honest thought and argument and evidence based uh, discussion. Don't don't just you know fall for the nonsense because the, the people who are feeding you abduction theories and shit like that are, are just cashing yeah in. you're probably not going to get that serious scientific um sober conversation at a place called alien con <sighs> i hope for the best where people are wearing you know 
goofy headgear. <laughs> I again, that's if it's fun, that's great. Yeah. If it's not fun, it, it could be a bad thing. It could be yeah. a bad sign. It could, uh, that's that's not healthy. Yep. So. Okay, Dean. Well, I don't know. So this is a very um, self-absorbed mini episode <laughs> here. I'm just getting some things off my chest. My eyes are a little glazed over, but that's okay. Wow. Let's <laughs> just say that out loud. Okay, well, we'll return to something non-UFO next time, I promise. Maybe Carrie will do one of her um, criminal justice corners or something like that. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. okay. I got, I'll have to get to work on that now. Well, all right. Okay, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.